Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News with Kim and Lisa. If you guys are obsessed with all things Bravo like us, you have come to the right place. Pink sweater is optional. We are absolutely living for this season of Real Housewives of Potomac. So we've decided to start recapping it, starting with all of the Miami drama. Like, do we think Mia and Wendy will ever make up? And who goes head to head with the Grand Dame? Let's dive right in. So we are here in Miami and we are reminded that this is night two. Like my jaw literally dropped when I saw that because it had felt like we've been here for a week. Seriously, like this Miami trip has already lasted two episodes and we kind of step back into Karen's birthday slash non-birthday dinner. According to Mia, she's not hosting a birthday party. Huh? And let's a very not for- unbirthday to Karen Huger. And let's not forget why it's now a non-birthday dinner. She won't host my birthday dinner because I went to check on Wendy. Karen went to visit Wendy the night after Wendy and Mia's blow up. I mean, at this point, Mia is just being like so on her high horse. She is trying to control the situation. She already tried to tell Ashley and Candace that they were no longer welcome to stay in the house because they went to, you know, check on Wendy. Um, I think the only reason she didn't include Karen in that is because it was her birthday, her 5'9 birthday. Happy 5'9. Not 59 because 5'9 sounds much sexier. But it's all so ridiculous. And, you know, Karen is trying to tell Mia this. Um, She is sitting in her bedroom. Jacqueline is being the representative as usual, saying, you know, Mia's in her feelings. It's like, Mia, come on. Where do you stand on all this, Kim? So I was really liking Mia at the beginning of this season, actually. But this Miami trip, like, she's lost it for me. Like, she Mm -hmm. is totally, like you said, on her high horse. And I don't know, the fact that she's only giving uh, Karen a pass because it's her birthday. I mean, come on. The other ladies, like Candace and Ashley basically kicking them out, like not here for it. But, you know, I do appreciate that she is kind of still trying to give these moments for Karen. And, you know, they, even though that Mia's not fully into it, they still kind of celebrate her at the dinner and talk about all of her best moments from the show. And I kind of loved those flashbacks because let's be real, Karen is the Real Housewives of Potomac and she deserves to be celebrated. Mia, you can you can step away. <laughs> Karen has had some really iconic moments. Um, the wig shift. No, damn it, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing her wigs and, you know, impersonating Karen. (laughs) The weird controlling kiss thing, which I just don't really want to think about. But, um, and even Mia did participate in that, which I liked. But yeah, it's like, all right, you guys, you got to just get over it. And then Karen was also really feeling the heat from that fire performance. She was just getting into it and she was like, I enjoy them. It's very sexy. <laughs> it was a very sexy moment. It's a very sexy moment. Karen deserves a sexy moment for her birthday, whether Mia wants to say it's her birthday or not. It's her birthday. And let's give the grandam the respect she deserves. 
Yes. So then we have um, kind of a little bit of a teaser come in of Candace's Instagram live. None of these bitches are real these hoes from the bottom of my heart. And we just get a little tidbit of it. And then we get transported back to the next day, which is their last day in Miami. And they're being split into two groups. Yeah. So we have one group that's going to drive Ferraris around the city. And that is Mia, Karen, Giselle, and Jacqueline, who, who is this bitch? Why is she here? She needs to step back a little bit. Then we have another group. Robin, Candace, Ashley, Sharice, and then Wendy, who shows up, um, thanks to Candace, who think that they're going on this luxurious yacht boat ride in Miami, which I would think I was doing if I was told I was going on a boat in Miami. But what any reasonable person, any reasonable person would hear if you're in Miami and you're going out on a boat, I would assume it's you know, like some sort of yacht situation. And then when I saw that boat, I was like, oh no, not the bicycle boat. It's like the like little pedal thing that the Salt Lake City ladies did in Arizona. Oh, like an yeah. exercise bike. But like a boat version, which is like somehow 10 like, times worse. It's bad. Exactly. It's bad enough when it's on the streets. Yeah. When it's a boat. I remember the Jersey ladies did it and it was bad then too, but it's like, oh no, you, you did not just do this to them. I thought that we were going on a motherfucking yacht. Okay. Not on a little tiny booze cruise canoe. Mia deserves to answer for this crime. Like this was so bad that you're going to take half the group and take them to drive Lamborghinis and the other half get to pedal around through the canals of Miami eating Deli sandwiches. We have sandwiches. They had to just go to like a store. I was dying. I was like, this is not okay. And when Sharice was like, oh yeah, these sandwiches are like from Wawa or something. Like I was like, oh <laughs> Lord, like it could not get any worse. They're like honestly. gas station sandwiches. <laughs> and you know that Mia, like, set this up. She knew what she was getting yes. them to do. And yes. that is like totally not like Mia. No. Once again, what is this? Strike three? Yes. And she did not like, she had a choice to tell them what kind of boat they would be going on. And she didn't. She just said, you're going on a boat. And so they're wearing high heels. They're wearing cute outfits. Like they are not in the proper attire to be pedaling on a bicycle boat. And I, you know, I also would have been like, all right, can we at least have our, like sh our chef prepare us lunch? Like it was insane and it was so not okay. And Mia, I, you need to answer for this. It was so, so bad. So after the boat ride from hell, um, we, the ladies returned to the house and you know, Robin is basically sharing this new discovery that she found while she was taking a shit the night before. Why do I need to know about your number I twos? Mean... Um, on Candace's Instagram with Giselle. Um, yeah, I do a Candace. forgiving spirit. Mm -hmm. I, I do have a forgiving spirit. Okay. And, you know, of course, the, the Green Eyed Bandits are going to stir the pot as they always do. Um, 
And, you know, the IG Live was kind of caught me off guard. Trying to panhandle their little businesses across town. Panhandle! What did you think about that? Yeah, I did think it was kind of weird. Um, and then, you know, I, I just, it's like, Candace, you're going, you're obviously going to like have to answer for this at some point, like, this is not something that you're just telling Chris in private, you know, in a private moment, like you're putting this out on the internet for everyone to see. So like, what did you think was going to happen? It's only and a matter of time before it gets back to everyone. I know. And then she's saying like, everyone is out to get me, like no one's loyal, but like, really there's only a couple people that keep like bringing up this Chris rumor and really like, you know, talking about it. Like not everyone is in on that. It's really just Giselle and Ashley that, that keep yeah. bringing it up. And I guess Robin, because she's, you know, kind of Giselle's wing woman and, you know, they kind of go hand in hand, but yes, I but, feel but Robin did, and they kind of showed the, showed it in the flashback too. Robin did defend Chris. Okay. When, even when Giselle first told her. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But still, I feel like Candace kind of making this like general kind of statement about all of the women, even they say it at the dinner, which we'll talk about in a second, like be specific, like, who are you talking about? Because like, she's saying that everybody is disloyal. Like if you want to come at somebody, come at somebody, Candace. I almost feel like it was uncharacteristic of Candace in that way to like go off and, and do that, you know, kind of hide behind the internet because I feel like she's not one to back down from, from a confrontation. And if she's unhappy with someone, she usually does say it to their face. So it felt a little out of character for her to do that. Um, and then like the next morning she was like, fine, you know, she was, seemed like she was fine with everyone. So then the ladies um, go off to dinner at this like kind of amazing outdoor space in Miami. And Ashley wants to invite Wendy because she feels bad that she's just kind of like sitting around at the hotel and, and not doing anything. Well, I did talk to Wendy. She's nearby. Did you invite her? She's going to stop by for a minute. And like Mia, who you think might be like over it by this point, is not having it. Like, honestly, I roll central. It was just like, it, yeah, Mia, get over it. I mean, you can sit at dinner with this person. It's it, it's just ridiculous at this point. And I feel like, okay, so this is Mia's trip. She's the host, so whatever she says goes. But that is not reality. We know by watching these Bravo shows, they just make up some person to be the host of the show. And mm -hmm. Bravo is really in charge of paying for everything, getting the house, you know, planning the activities, et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like because this is Mia's, like, first trip she's hosting, she is, like, on one and will not come down. Yeah, she definitely thinks she is queen of Miami, um, and she is queen of this trip and anyone who, you know, dares to disrespect her is a disloyal bitch that like shouldn't be around her. A disrespectful little brat, which she calls Ashley just like mm -hmm. nonchalantly, like totally under her breath. You disrespectful little brat. <laughs> like that's a bit much. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of I love Ashley for just going off and just like calling Wendy and being like, Hey, you should just come. 
Um, that is so classic, Ashley. I mean, I don't understand the issue with her coming, having a drink or dinner. She's not asking permission. She just does mm -hmm. it. And Wendy arrives and she, I feel, gives a very sincere apology to Mia. I take accountability for my choice of words that could have hurt Mia. I don't know about you, but... I am team Wendy on this whole fight through and through what she did at the dinner um, night one in Miami to now everything that she's done. Yes. She was a little out of line. Uh, she said some things that maybe were below the belt to Mia, but the way Mia reacted was totally inappropriate. And honestly, like I'm team Wendy, where do you stand? The reality is I don't really I feel like I stand with either of them, but if I had to pick a side, I would be team Wendy. Um, I think just, I, I do think that Wendy was being antagonistic and she knew that she was pressing Mia's buttons and, you know, saying like, Oh, look at the CEO now. Like she was kind of taunting her when she should have just stopped at that point. Like if she didn't like how it escalated, then she should have de-escalated herself as well. Um, that being said, I do think that, you know, she has been the bigger person since and, you know, she just removed herself. And, you know, I think that it was good that she led with the apology to Mia. Um, it fell on deaf ears. Mia was basically like, is someone talking? I will say it. She's talking to me. You know, <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't think that that's going to be the end all be all apology, but um, I think it was good that she did that. Yeah, no, definitely not. So then we switch from Mia and Wendy to another feud that's kind of just sparking now, um, Robin and Candace, in which Robin presents in the center of the table a Bluetooth speaker. Hopefully you can hear. Now, Robin let's has gone tech. Robin has gone tech. <laughs> now let's talk about the speaker. Oh, do you think that she like packed this or it was maybe part of the rental home? Like, where do you think that she got the speaker? That's a good question. I feel like maybe she did pack it. Sometimes I bring a speaker with me if I, you know, you like, you like having music when you're getting ready and stuff. So it was probably packed and probably already paired to her phone. And, and let's be real. Like, your phone can also like play audio. Like the speaker was yes, really Kim, just we needed a quality. <laughs> we needed quality sound to really hear Candace once again bash the ladies in her IG live, which Robin wants to present to the table that night. And everybody is kind of like, whoa. Nobody gets about these hoes. Oh. I guess nobody else saw this on Instagram, but Robin. Yeah. That was surprising to me that no one else had seen it yet or had heard about it yet because news travels so fast in the day in, you know, the day and age that we live in and Candace seemed really surprised. And it's like, again, why are you surprised? Like you knew this was going to come out. And then for her to be mad that Robin's playing it, like, I mean, I kind of get it, but also like, I kind of don't. It's like, I mean, you're the one who put it out there. Oh, totally. And so like, it's, she doesn't really own it in the moment, but then she owns it in the confessional and she 
she goes to quote the ancient African proverb, I said what I said. And I'm like, are you talking about Nene Leakes? I said what I said. Like, is that the ancient African proverb? I don't know. I like laughed out loud when she said that. I don't know. She is really funny. Like Candace's, Candace's uh, wit and humor are always spot on. But, um, and then I did think it was pretty funny that Giselle was like, I'm glad Robin was sitting on a toilet and saw this one. Thank you to poop number two, because that's when Robin found this little gem. Seriously. So this um, speaker moment kind of instigates Ashley versus Candace again, which I feel like they're so wishy-washy this season. Like one mm-hmm. episode, they're good. The next episode, you know, they're feuding again. And this kind of brings back up all of the, you know, because obviously one of the main women Candace is talking about is Ashley for bringing up the right. issues with Chris and stuff like that. So, you know, they kind of start going at it. Um, what did you think about that? Yeah. So they start going at it and then Candace tries to kind of, um, backtrack and say, Karen, you were not included in this. You were not included in that. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, you didn't say that on the IG live. You insinuated that you were talking about everyone, but then Ashley was like, "Mm, not going to let you get away with that because Karen, Uh, what are they? She said that you were dating other men, that you were with other men. And Kim, I have never seen someone's face just... It's like she just completely... Like her beat, her everything in her being just shifted in that moment. Oh, she mad. You do not mess with the Grand Dame. And the fact that it's another cheating rumor after we're already talking about Chris, now we're moving on to Karen on her birthday? Like, come on. Let's be real. Hell no. Hell no. No. So this fight kind of, you know, seems to settle down a little bit, but then the ladies leave dinner and they go off to a club sans Giselle, who I guess goes home. And, you know, they're having a grand old time. We see them dancing with each other. Even um, Wendy and Robin are like, you know, in cahoots and stuff. I was so confused. I was like, wait, what just happened? Because everyone was at each other's throats at that dinner. And then all of a sudden they're out acting like they're having the best weekend of their lives. And don't be wrong, I'm here for it. But I was like, what was in the air at that club? Because then the second they left on the way home, it was back to fighting in the in the car. And props to Ashley for doing what <laughs> Rinna should have done in the Sprinter van. Get your phone out. Even if you can't get video, get that audio. We want to hear that audio. We need to hear that feud. So I'm horrible yeah, I'm because I brought it up because I saw it when Robin, I was taking a dump. And we've got Candace and Robin going at it. Um, I, I guess it's all about speaker gate and, you know, I can't wait to see how this plays out next week. I'm sure we're going to like see the aftermath of the night. Um, and unlike Beverly Hills, we actually have audio and video footage of it to go off of. So I am living for the drama. Yeah, it's really good. I'm loving watching it unfold. Um, just really quickly, let's throw out your favorite moment of the whole episode. My favorite moment of the whole episode was probably, 
I always love kind of seeing Ashley doing her little TikToks and the older ladies like kind of making fun of her. What are you doing TikTokking again? She's like, whenever mm -hmm. the camera pans to her, she's like doing a TikTok and I kind of love it because I love Ashley. What about yours? I think mine has to be the very end when Mia was, was talking to Robin while Robin and Candace were fighting in the car and Mia was trying to understand what's happened. She's like, wait, where's Karen? And you just hear, where's Karen? In this sing-songy voice. Oh my gosh. And I was dying laughing and then it was like, and scene. And uh, yeah, it was just a great way to go out. Well, thanks for tuning in to our first ever Real Housewives of Potomac recap. Let us know what you guys thought in the comments. Make sure to subscribe for more recaps. And follow Bravo Breaking News on Instagram for real-time updates on everything Bravo. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. <laughs>